0: Hey Glenn, how are you going? Good mate, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for jumping on today. That's alright, no problem. Now, we're both mad Saints supporters. Uh, yep. How are looking for the grand final this year? <laughs> like it'll be...
1: Oh, mate, if I had Saints-Richmond as a grand final, it would be the hardest thing to go off. But <laughs> I don't know too many Richmond fans. But um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, we bet the best in the competition at the moment, Adelaide, so we can bet anyone. Let's see what
0: happens. Let's see what happens.
1: <laughs> Fingers um, crossed. Yeah. <laughs> they are St Kilda after all. <laughs> That's
0: right. Did, did you want to give everyone a bit of a rundown on um, your, yourself and your own background, but then also um, tell everyone a little bit about Signforce and how that came about?
1: Yeah, no problem. So yeah, I've been sign writing pretty much straight out of school. I was going to do graphic design, but ended up going with um, the company that I now own. I did work experience for back in the year 10, and they remembered me offered me to come down and help over the Christmas holidays and ended up doing an apprenticeship. So um, it was the best thing I thought I could do because graphic design was one part of signage, but then you actually physically get to make that sign and see it turn from a computer into a physical thing. So fell in love with it straight away. And yeah, so I've been doing it since 2006 and loving it ever since. And then me and my business partner, Adam, bought Signforce back in 2011 from my old bosses. And it's been going from strength to strength every year, except for this year. <laughs> COVID's the only year we haven't recorded a profit in the last since we've owned it. So, I think we've done pretty well considering.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And obviously, you've been a client of ours for a bit of time now, and you know we're, we're fortunate to see how strong of a business you are and how how much of an expert you are in your field compared to, um, you know, a lot of your competitors. Um, tell me, I guess, a little bit more about. Um, signage and branding and you know, what are some things that people should be considering when they're planning um, for, their, for their branding or their signage? You know, what are the things that people need to think about? And um, to add to that, is now a good time to be sort of putting those plans in place or assessing your signage?
1: 100% um, and to even be a preacher of what he, what he actually does, we've done the same thing. We've decided to rebrand and take this sort of shutdown period as a, a relook at our own business and and what it's done, it's just rejuvenated our business. Like the existing clientele we've got, it's just reconnected with them. And it's brought on new business already in such a difficult situation that we're all in. So by rebranding and all that stuff, it sort of gets you to assess your own business from a visual point of view and what everyone else sees is your business. Um, and it's a good exercise for your staff to get involved in, to... Um, also, you know, they they share a passion in it in some way as well. But I think all in all, it just helps to get your business back out there and showing that hey, we haven't gone away for all this. Here we are, bigger and better. Come find us and do some signage.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And no, I mean we're obviously big on the, the digital realm and the the virtual screen side of things. But yeah. Physical side of um, you know branding your, your signage and your building and stuff like that That's so so important and you know, obviously we recently did a project for modern visual with you as well um, mm-hmm. you know, yep. Some additional things to our office while we're shut down for when we do reopen um, you know, What are the key sort of things that you think um, are important for a building when you're when doing the signage and you know Tell us a little bit about what types of signage are pretty predominant these days or recommended?
1: Look, for buildings and all the rest of it, you just need to stand out. You know, like, especially if you talk just in Main Street here in Somerville, there's about four pizza shops, fish and chip shops, you know, all the rest of it. So the only thing that's going to make you stand out from a customer that hasn't eaten your, just say, for instance, pizza, is your signage. People are going to judge you on how well it looks, professional, clean, sophisticated, like all these type of things. You might not appeal to everyone because everyone's got different tastes and likes, but you need to come across that you know what you're doing, and signage is the best way to do that. So if your sign's tired and run down and all the rest, of it, but you're busy, you obviously got a good product and you have got the word of name and all that out added, you might not need the rebrand. But if you're you're sort of in the midst and you're trying to stand out and, and look the part, well, your, your signage just sort of says who you are, your brand, your label, it, it is who you are. and. You really gotta stand behind your label. I know you do as well. And same with one we've just created for us. You've got to your label is who you are. You you get a connection to it and you've got to put it out there with pride. If you don't like your brand or you don't like your logo, it's gonna to unflow into the work that you actually
0: do. It's funny you say that because we always talk about trust at Modern Visual and how, you know, people buy from people that they trust. And yeah, I feel like signage is such a big part of that. Um, and it's quite funny as well. I think I mentioned it to you. Um, you know, we're on a main road there um, in our area. And um, since having the, the signage done by your company um, a, a little bit of time back, I've noticed a lot of my friends from high school and stuff like that are noticing the signage and they're driving past and they're commenting. And it's almost like we're seen as like a, another notch up in our professionalism yep. and our stature as a business simply be because we added some new signage to our building. It's absolutely exactly. amazing how you know, it can have that effect and build that trust.
1: Yeah, and touch on what you said before, and I, I sort of didn't answer, but it relates to what you just said then, is you've got different types of signs. You can do it basically just a normal sign on a bit of tin, you know, a bit of metal and put it up there. And you can go extravagant and do 3D LED lit letters, backlit, like what you've done, and ours are just internally lit. Um, it doesn't really matter what you do, but obviously the more bells and whistles you put to it, surely is going to reach a broader sort of net, you know, casting out there to catcher in, in customers and all that. So if you're not lit up at night, well, then you're missing out on maybe 50% of clientele that's driving past you on a main road because they can't see you.
0: Yep. No, exactly. And something else I wanted to chat to you about, um, we've had um, bad experiences with signage companies in the past. And fortunately for us, we came across Signforce and yourself. Um, how do you, within Signforce, control quality and, um, you know, make sure the team are consistent in their approach. Yeah, Well it all flows down from me and Adam from the start.
1: Like, we've got a quality and an expectation of how a sign should be and look. And it's just that constant, like, making sure the boys understand that quality and, and work to that quality. And one thing that we do that we know some other signers don't know is we go from the initial, whether it's design phase or meeting you and quoting you, right to the end of installation and finishing off a lot of people will get other installers to do their stuff and that's where they, you could get a breakdown in quality and, and, and pretty much service as well. So we're very much of a service base where we would like, like to provide the full service for someone if they came to us so they 100% understand that they know what they're getting, that they like what they're getting, and then afterwards, if there is any sort of communication that needs to happen, it will get continued support from there. Perfect. No, that
0: sounds good. Um, Just sort of like a a finisher offer, um, what were some tips you would have just in general for business for people at the moment, um, obviously in Victoria, predominantly going through COVID-19 and, um, you know, what I think like our attitudes are obviously a big part of it, but how are you staying positive and, um, you know, what have you done that's quite smart to get through this tough time that we're all going through and what tips would you give to other business owners that might not be um, getting through this as best as they'd like?
1: Look... Um, as we was sort of discussing the other day, you know, you just got to knock, look at the negatives. I learned early on in, in business just to not stress about what you can't control. And I was hugely stressed when we first started this business. Like I wasn't sleeping at night. I just had a kid was building a house. I was doing all those things sort of early on. I was trying to run a business and work 12 hours a day sort of thing. And it was so stressful. And I just came to realisation one day, I was just like, why? Why am I putting myself through this? Why am I suffering my own health and family and all this stuff to worry about something that it always ends up to be okay in the end? You know what I mean? And that's what I've sort of applied to that sort of philosophy to COVID. Like, yes, it's hell. We're all going through the same thing. It's not like you're doing something different to what I'm doing. You're in the same boat. We're both in Melbourne. So... You know, we've just got to get through this. Everyone's got to do their part, do, do what's right, get through it. And then when we come out of this, just hit the ground running. So from a business point of view, we've done our own rebrand. We've put ourselves out there and then we've been marketing with you on the back end. So everything ties in at once. So when we are meant to be released last week, but not happening. I mean, week coming, but now it's going to be the 28th. So when we hit this day, October, websites all intact Our vehicles are all done our front factory is done, social media is pumping, and we're just promoting ourselves. And if you fail from that point of view, geez, there's not much more you could have done,
0: like, yeah. I believe. Oh, exactly. And I think the key message from what you're saying is you, know, you, you give it your all, you can't give it more than that. Um no. And that's going to put you in the best seat of the house to succeed. If you haven't, yeah. done, then you haven't given yourself the chance to even succeed at all. Yeah, and to be honest, like there's some people that I go meet for the first time, they're
1: running a business and they seem like not 100% about themselves and what they're doing and like I'm out there quoting signage for the business, like, but signs are normally the last thing some people think of and so it's very real by then. And a lot of, I say, I'm saying it to a lot of people. I said, I see a lot of businesses start up and I see a lot of businesses fail. If you just try and you keep trying, you will not fail. The, how people fail is they just don't try they just give up. If you don't do that, you'll be fine. And, and it, I, I would like to believe it helps people and all the rest of it with it. Um, but it was a philosophy I had. Like I said, early on, I was doing so much of my life and I just said to my business partner to give him a bit of confidence in me. I said, mate, I'm not going to stop trying. We're mm-hmm. just going to see this thing through regardless how it takes us. And, it's, it's like anything in life. I think success is about to try, like trying, push yourself and um, see where you can take yourself. But, if anyone can take some light out of all this, it's um, been a good chance to sort of look at yourself, hopefully. Uh, but just remain positive. You can't change the news. You can't change the media. You can't change COVID. So learn to deal with it and change what you can change yourself, but change it for the right things.
0: No, that's perfect, mate. I mean, my parents went through a bankruptcy in the late 80s when um, you know, that recession hit back then. And I think it's fair to say I had a fantastic childhood. Um, you know, yep. We recovered, life went on. And yep. the same thing is going to happen this time around with COVID. Um, it's obviously difficult or challenging at the moment, but it's temporary. It's not a life's um, prison sentence.
1: That's right. COVID, the recession, it's all sort of coming to play right now. The biggest thing is don't get ahead of yourself. Don't do more than what you can't do at the moment. Like, if you're just getting by, just making enough money to pay the bills and live, well, so be it, you know, as long as you're staying keeping your head above water. But don't go out and buy all this unnecessary stuff that you don't need just for the sake of doing it like make educated decisions, and then translate that into education productions. And you should be okay. Like, there's no handbook to all this. I've never owned a business for a recession, never of you. Um, our parents have been for a recession, my business partner Adam worked for a recession, and he got to keep his job. But like he said to my boys, our, our staff we've got at the moment, he said, guys, my boss pulled us in. They went from 16 down to five in the last recession. I got to keep my job because I did the 1%. As I stayed after work. I worked hard. I committed myself to the business. So even from a staff point of view, if anyone's watching this and you work for someone else, commit yourself to the business to guarantee you've got a job at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, your livelihood is that business. So if you make that business work and survive, well then your life's going to continue on as far as work life. And then that provides money for your family or partner or whatever you're doing in life. So yeah, that's, it's, a, it's going to be a challenging time, but everyone's just got to take the challenge up. That's all you've got to do. Take it up.
0: 100%. Mate, your, your energy is infectious, and I appreciate the chat today. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone got a lot awesome. out of that. So, again, nah, thank, thank you, mate. You. Love working with you, and um, same keep back. Keep going with it and go to the Saints. Yeah, go, Saints. We'll yep. beat West Coast this week. We're up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. We'll talk soon. No worries, buddy. See you